Hi, and welcome to the Savage Podcast. I'm Rose, and I'm a content creator going by the handle Cheap Lazy Vegan. And I also own a vegan cafe by the same name as the podcast, which is Savage Cafe. And I'm Daniel, also a vegan and one of your favorite guest stars on Cheap Lazy Vegan's YouTube channel. We're two friends currently living in different countries, and we'll be giving our savage take on all things life, veganism, and the latest trending topics. So basically, whatever comes to our minds, because we love to talk. You are currently listening to the previous episode of this podcast, but if you would like to listen to this week's episode and get some exclusive content, go over to patreon.com slash the savage podcast. Good morning, afternoon, everyone. Welcome to episode eight of the savage podcast. Um, today, uh, what are we going to be talking about today, Rose? <laughs> Today we don't really have we didn't plan, yeah, let's be honest. That's uh, true. We did not plan properly because you know life has been hectic for mm. both of us, but we thought that we would discuss uh some travel stories since Daniel just came back from a little trip and also he has a little story to tell us. Well, I guess you weren't traveling, but yeah. kind of. Yeah, not really. I mean, to be fair, it happened when I've <laughs> to be fair, it's happened when I've traveled as well. So I just seem to be like a, a magnet for these kind of like incidents i don't know i don't know well you know daniel as we discussed in i believe one of our previous podcasts we do have a bit of a drinking problem this is true does drinking have anything to do with uh, any of the events actually all of them <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that is the common denominator i think you might be right like i mean I, I look back at all of the crazy other than one particular particular incident which i'll also bring up but all of the incidents that have happened <laughs> have been Drinking, like drinking was a factor as to how it was able to happen, if that makes sense. <laughs> oh, God. And you know what? I, yeah, I feel like I don't have as many stories. Mm -hmm. I don't know why, but I, maybe I can't remember. But like, I'm yeah, trying to think of stuff. Maybe you're just like lucky or something. Like it's, it, or maybe I'm a little bit more careful. Yeah, I mean, it could be this. I mean, a lot of it's like, they well, have, actually, that's not true. Yeah, they have a saying in Spain that's just like malo suerte, which means just bad luck. It's the same thing in English, but like, it's like, I just happen to have bad luck. And that's what everyone keeps telling me about this situation that happened, which I should go into, I think. Yes. Okay. So Daniel's going to give us a little life update because yeah. something very interesting and bad happened. Yeah. Uh, but we're, we're glad that Daniel's still okay. Mm -hmm. So you go, Dan. What happened? So basically, during the holidays, as a lot of you know, I went to Barcelona for New Year's, which was really fun. Um, and then I came back to where I'm living in Spain right now, which is called Murcia. So I'm living here and was back on a Saturday. I'm really excited to see all my friends that also live here. So we said, let's go for a night out, have some drinks, you know, you know, just the usual. Um, so Saturday night did get a bit hectic. Um, <laughs> did drink a little bit more than I probably should have, um, as per <laughs> usual. I just don't have an off switch. And um, basically, uh, on my way home, I was like in the street because I live in a, an apartment building. And in the street, I had my keys in the door to my apartment building. And as I had my keys in the door, someone came up behind me, grabbed my phone out of my pocket and my, and my bank card and just like ran off. So that was awesome. So I basically started chasing after What them. time was it, Dan? It was like maybe three in the morning. Okay, continue. So it was late. It was after, it was after a night out. And then, <clears throat> then I started chasing after them, um, which is not a smart thing to do because there, <laughs> there was two of them. So one guy was running and then the other guy like looped back behind and I didn't see him because I was obviously a little bit drunk. <clears throat> and then he pushed me into the street and I can show you guys, for those of you watching the video, I can show you guys my battle oh God. scars. Are you ready for this, Rose? Oh God. I've seen pictures, but I haven't seen. It's, Holy, is it in the chest? It's kind of, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not taking my um, shirt off, but. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> <gasps> oh God. You fell like. You just fell to the ground. Yeah, basically, he just, like, pushed me into the street. And oh, no. I, yeah, it was so bad. It was so bad. And then, so you you didn't get your phone back. You They also took your bank card. Yeah. my They took my they took my um, Spanish bank cards, which is really annoying. So <clears throat> I had to, um, I called the bank, and basically, basically, in Spain, it takes apparently four days to yeah. get your bank card back. So I have to wait four business days before they will give me a new bank card. Which... So you don't have money for four days? <laughs> no, no, no. I still have my, I have my UK and my Canadian bank card, so it's fine. 
Um, but if I didn't have, well, those, I'm glad they didn't take your wallet. Yeah. They didn't take my wallet. Thank God. Well, I never, when I go out now, I never take like, even when I was living in the UK, I never took my Canadian bank card out with me. So like if anything crazy happened, I would still have my right. Canadian account. Like it's just, I right. Think, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. And well, Kate, the thing is I, we were actually supposed to record a podcast like last weekend. Right. Yeah. But then I, I actually ended up messaging you saying mm-hmm. like, Oh, I don't think I can because I'm really busy. Yeah. Did you get that message? No. Okay. So I don't, I don't think so. so because it, it depends yeah. I don't think you yet. did. So what happened was, um, we had, we were, I think we were planning on recording on Sunday. So then, or so, one of the days. Yeah. And then I ended up messaging Daniel at one point being like, Dan, like, I don't know if I can, because I'm really hectic. And I think I need, like, I, I think I need the day to like work on stuff. Yeah. And then he, but then I didn't, because I was so hectic, I didn't realize that you didn't get back to me. Yeah. And then the day went by the day that we were supposed to record, but I just, I guess I just assumed that you got the message and didn't respond. Cause Daniel yeah, yeah. is very shitty at texting. Just putting that out there. I am uh, <laughs> you're, you're really bad. But anyways, so, um, so he didn't respond. And then, so, but I didn't even, I didn't even like realize that you didn't respond because I was so hectic. Mm-hmm. And then the day after I realized that you didn't even like, cause I sent you voice clips yeah. and I realized you didn't even listen to them. And I was like, that's really weird. Cause yeah. you usually would listen. So then I sent a big, I sent in capitals. I was like earth to Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't I think did. anything of it. Yeah. And then I see an inbox, uh, an, an email in my inbox, which I don't check very often. Yeah. And the type, the subject was, I was mugged. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I was thing, like, what? The thing is, the funny thing is too, like when this all happened, I was like, hey, shit, like uh, 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 I digress a little bit, but I, I got a new phone. I got the iPhone six, but I, because it's like an older version of the iOS system or whatever, I couldn't back up all my old contacts. So like I didn't have anyone's oh, contacts. So I was like, so I'm, gonna get a new, I'm gonna get a new phone anyway. But long story short, so I didn't have your contacts. So first I tried to Facebook message you. I like sent you like a ton of Facebook messages. Yeah. And then like two days later, you still hadn't read them. And I was like, what the hell? So then I said, Oh, because I don't check my Facebook. I'm yeah. so bad with Facebook. How annoying is it? The whole reason that I got an iPhone is because like I had backed up my previous phone onto my computer. So I was thinking, right. all I have to do is plug my phone in. And then I'll get all of my contacts, everything, blah, 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 blah. And unfortunately, because it's the wrong iOS system, because it's an old freaking phone, um, it doesn't work. So That's so annoying. Wait, so the iPhone that you had previously was a newer phone. Yeah. So then it had backed it up. But then because now you got an older model. Yeah. You can't get all of the information back onto that phone. Exactly. Yeah. I can't get the backup, which is so freaking annoying. Like, gotta love Apple. Apple. (laughs) I know, honestly, like, it's so frustrating. Fucking Apple. And, like, literally, the only reason that I got an iPhone, like, I I bought a cheap one anyway, secondhand, but the only reason I got one um, until I got back to Canada is because I was like, I need an Apple phone so I can do this backup, right? Because I can't just back it up onto, like, a Samsung or anything else, right? That was the whole point. And then I can't freaking do it on my iPhone 6. Ah! That's so annoying. Wait, so like there's no way to do it? Did you like try I, like... Well, I'm going to I'm gonna go to the Apple store either today or tomorrow. And I'm just going to talk to them and just be like, hey, like is there any way that we can, you know, yeah. get my backup? Because it's so freaking... Like why is it so annoying? Yeah, I'm sorry, Daniel. But you know I what? Was... I was telling Daniel, at least you're okay. Because... No, no, exactly. That's like scary, especially... Oh. Well, after at first, when you said you had your keys in the door, I thought like, oh my God, is your like house just like, and I just, Broken I thought you meant like, yeah, I thought it was like your actual to the, to your actual unit, but yeah. I guess it was just your apartment building. I mean, but still, yeah. it's still kind of scary. And then yeah. they could have done a lot worse. So well, I'm exactly, glad that yeah. you're okay. I think like the thing is I'm a lot better now. Like if you had talked to me on Sunday or even on Monday, I was like a really, it's weird. Like in my mind, I was like, okay, I'm fine, whatever. But like, you know, you're subconsciously a little bit like shaky. Because, like, you just feel like um, someone's not taking advantage, but, like, you just feel like, I don't know. I don't know how to describe yeah, it. You you feel feel like, yeah, you feel violated. You feel violated. Exactly. And it, even though mm-hmm. in your mind you're like, okay, I know I'm safe. I'm being rational. You still feel, like, that subconscious, like, feeling. So, like, Monday I was just kind of, like, took the day off. And I was like, I'm just not going to do anything. And, like, focus on, like, you know, feeling a bit better. Yeah. So I watched a lot of Netflix and just like kind of took it easy. I was really, I was kind of, kind of emotional. It's, it's a scary thing, you know, especially it outside is. your house. Especially mm. right outside your house. And like, mm-hmm. you probably have some kind of like, not PTSD, but some form of that, you know, like. Well, it's, exactly. Yeah. Well, the, the thing that's frustrating is like in this year, I've literally had 
um, well, in the like last year, basically, my MacBook stolen. Well, not quite in the like in the last two years, my MacBook, my camera, and two three phones now. Okay, wait, wait a second. Three phones. Is this oh, no, including that iPhone four? <laughs> oh yes, no, the, the three phones includes the iPhone four. Okay, you know that was a, okay. that was a real thing. <laughs> We're still talking about thing. the iPhone. I, yes. I know. I just find the whole iPhone four thing very funny. But um, wait, what was the other phone that you got stolen? So again, it was, I got pickpocketed when I was in Barcelona. Um, this was like last when? year. Last. I don't think you told January. me this. Yeah. So basically, I was there, and um, my phone just Did got you like, have- taken out of. Did you have it in the back pocket, Daniel? No, no, no. It was in my front pocket. But in Barcelona, the, they do this thing where they kind of like these guys will come and like try to dance with you and be really friendly and like, hey, man, how are you? Like doing this. Oh, God. On the phone. street. On the street. Yeah. And that's exactly Oh, my me, God. So. You have to be very careful in Barcelona, which, by the way, I yeah. heard that you almost got mugged in Barcelona. I did. Yeah. So this is recent. Re- yeah. Like this is on that same trip for the new year. So within like yeah. the span of like a week. You mm-hmm. got mugged once and almost got mugged another time. Well, actually, I almost got mugged three times in Barcelona. Oh, my God. Please explain. <laughs> please explain. Well, they, well, it was three times in the same night. So, basically, one of my friends was what? staying in... Yeah. One of my friends was staying in, like, a district that was quite far away from us. It was called Rival. And it wasn't far away from us. It was, like, maybe a 10-minute walk. But, like, this area in Barcelona is a little bit sketchy. So, I don't recommend anyone staying there. Um, and as I was walking back from her place, I had one guy come up to me and do the whole, Hey buddy, like, how are you thing? And I was like, no, (laughs) I was like, put my hands in my pockets right away. Like holding my shit. I was like, no. And then I had another guy do it a little, like maybe two minutes later. And then another guy right outside my house tried to do it as well. And I was like, this is ridiculous. Like three people at the same method. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I like the, the funny thing is, is they were like trying to be friendly about it, but like, you just know what they're doing. Like, you know what they're up to. So, and then I felt all confident when I came back to Murcia because nothing happens here. And then fucking my phone gets stolen. So you fought off three of them in Barcelona. And then unfortunately in Murcia, they, they just took it. They got the best of me, Rose. (laughs) Oh, God damn. That really sucks. And Barcelona, unfortunately, as beautiful as a city as it is, it does have a big issue with um, that kind of pickpocketing. Huge. Mm-hmm. Huge. Like, it's like, I, I don't know what it is about Barcelona. I think it's just because it is such a beautiful city and you have so many tourists there. So it's yeah. like a lot of easy targets and, you know, a lot of people that maybe don't have jobs and stuff that just need money, right? So... Yeah, people be like struggling. For, exactly. It's a recipe for disaster. It's, it's, Madrid has pickpockets, but I feel like it's not quite as bad as Barcelona. No, um, I don't think so. I don't think mm, it's as bad. Bar- Barcelona's like next level. It is. I think it's one of the worst. I believe Barcelona and um, maybe Rome. Rome, maybe not as bad, but Barcelona for yeah. sure. And yeah, that's that's so shit. I know. You know? The, the, moral, the moral of the story, <laughs> I think, for myself is like just not to get so drunk. <laughs> I mean, okay. So I did hear that you were quite wasted in Barcelona when the whole almost mugging thing happened. So you probably looked like an easy target. That's my, that's my guess. I I would (laughs) would have been like stumbling around, but like, you know what? You still, you still somehow managed. You were in the fight Mm -hmm. or flight mode. Fight mode. I was, and I, and I was a fighter. And even, (laughs) even in, even in Murthia, I don't recommend this to anyone, but like (laughs) even in Murthia, when it happened, I was like ready to, I chased these people down. You know what I mean? Like I actually chased them. Like I was good. I can't believe you chased them. I know it's a bit. It, I shouldn't have done that because they could have had a knife or something. You know, yeah. like, you have to be careful. Yeah, so, I don't think you should have done that. But you know, at the same, no. at that time, you probably just like that was your that was your gut instinct. You know. Exactly. Well, and I was drunk, and I was like, "These guys aren't going to get away with my phone." <laughs> and I was so sad because it did have two of our recordings, like video recordings right. on it. So I Daniel records. Daniel records the video portion of these podcasts on his uh, phone. And, you know, unfortunately, he did not back them up. Don't you have an iCloud, Daniel? (laughs) Well, this is the thing. I'm going to start doing that from now on. So as soon as as we're done on this this particular (laughs) one, for example, I am going to back up my video footage. Because, like, yeah. So, um, I mean, Mm. you, you survived. You survived the yeah. the mugging multiple time multiple attempts of mugging yeah. one successful attempt yeah. unfortunately yeah um, I'm a survivor so, <laughs> so should we talk about like <laughs> our I don't know like should we just dive into our travel stories and travel woes and shit that happened um yeah we could do that yeah definitely 
So do you have any more stories, Daniel? (laughs) Oh God, I have so many travel stories. You do. Um, One of them, I would say, and this is like a a travel tip, but also a story. Uh Uh-oh. It's like, yeah. Is it a do as I say, not as I do moment? It is definitely (laughs) one of those. And again, it involves alcohol. Like, what is wrong with me? Seriously, I I think I have a problem. Oh, God. Um, I think we established that in the alcohol podcast. Our drinking stories That's podcast. Yes, we both have issues. Oh, goddamn. Continue. That's very true. Um, so basically, um, I was in the Philippines with my friend, and we were taking a plane to like an island. So we had like our big backpacking backpacks, but then we had little bags, and we were going to leave our big backpacking backpacks at this hostel and take the little bags with us because it was like kind of like a Ryanair flight where you can only take a certain amount of luggage, and we were only on this island for like five days. Right. So we we're like, we'll just get five days worth of stuff. Um decided to go out that night it was like a sunday night and we're like well we'll just have a couple drinks ended up at this like underground like reggae bar like it was a crazy night blacked out don't remember getting back home oh my god in the philippines morning with like an hour before our flight and we hadn't packed our little bags like it was so crazy like so yeah so anyway um blacked out and (laughs) hadn't packed our like little bags so we woke up with an hour hour before our flight we didn't set an alarm either um, and we had to scramble, pack our, frantically pack our bags, hop into a taxi in Manila, which is like such a busy city and try to get to the airport on time. So we did make it, which is crazy. Um, uh, we were very lucky. I think the lesson of the story is two, twofold. <laughs> Number one, if you have a, if you have a flight the next day, regardless of the time, even if it's at like 10 or 11, set an alarm, like set yes. an alarm on your phone or whatever, um, to make sure you have enough time to get ready. And the second thing is, if you decide to go out before a flight, <laughs> just make sure you have your bag pre-packed. Yes, good. You know what? <laughs> that is a very, very good tip, Daniel. I think so. And I think a lot of people would benefit from knowing these uh, these mistakes that both you and mm. I have made. Well, exactly. I mean, it's, it's just like one of those things. It's like, actually, I've learned from this now and hopefully... Uh, we'll get, just get better, you know, and for the next future trips, I will be better at pre-packing, which is very One important. can only hope. Um, yeah, true. So what about, what about you, Rose? What are some, uh, travel stories slash tips that you would like to, uh, share with us? Well, um, that my story, wh- when you were telling your story reminded me, so it's a similar kind of situation of, um, being underprepared. Did it involve alcohol? Uh, yes. <laughs> but it wasn't... <laughs> I wasn't blackout drunk, so I'll tell you the story. So uh, a few years ago, in I think this was 2013, um, my I was traveling. Oh, this is the time when I went to Europe for like three weeks and I met up with you in London and stuff. Oh, yeah, so yeah, okay. I was traveling in London and then I also went to Italy. And then my last trip, my last stop was, well, one of my last stops, I believe, was in Belgium because I wanted to go to a music festival called Tomorrowland. And so this music festival, basically my friend Leslie and I, we had bought this like ticket that allows us to fly from Milan. We were going to fly from Milan to uh, Belgium and then like it was like a package deal essentially. So we had a flight and everything was all booked and everything was fine. So our so we were about to fly out from Milan. So we spent a couple nights in Milan and Milan is where I studied uh, abroad in 2010. Mm. So I was a little bit aware of Milan and um, I knew a little bit about Milan. So we had gone out uh, on our last night in Milan and, <laughs> and um, I had got, I had called up like a couple of these guys that we, uh, that I was friends with that um, are from Milan and, I was like, you want to take us out? <laughs> like, let's go out. Cause they like, they like clubbing, they like partying. So I was like, okay, let's just like go out. And so we ended up going out with um, them and like all of their friends and stuff. And we went to this club and it was fine. Like I wasn't super wasted at all. I was just like, you know, I was drinking, but we stayed out probably till like two in the morning. And then I don't think we packed the yeah. night before. I can't remember. We may have packed a little bit, mm-hmm. but we definitely didn't pack everything. Cause I'm pretty sure we, we thought yeah. we had plenty of time. Okay. So, um, (laughs) I did not have my phone. Oh, (laughs) more stories later on. I did not have my phone for, Oh yeah. Oh my God. I forgot about this shit. Okay. Sorry. Continue. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't have my phone because I had, um, uh, got it stolen, (laughs) (laughs) uh, which I'll tell you after this story. Um, but basically Mm -hmm. I didn't have my phone and so I didn't, I didn't have a means to set an alarm. 
Um, but I was like relying on Leslie's alarm. Okay. So, so then anyways, we went to bed and basically I guess the alarm didn't go off or maybe she forgot to set it. I can't remember exactly what happened, but the alarm did not go off essentially. So I can't remember exactly what time the flight was. It was relatively early, obviously. And we had got up and then as soon as we got up, we realized we were screwed because we were supposed to basically, um, I think we had like maybe half an hour to like get to the airport on time. Mm. And we had, this God, was a Ryan, so yeah, this was a Ryan air flight, by the way, mind you. Oh God. Yes. Worse. So if you guys don't know, Ryan air is a, a budget airline that is um, exclusively in Europe and they yeah. tend to, so their flights are very, very cheap, but in exchange for being very cheap, they're very, very um, obsessed with like time, like being on time. Like you have to like, be like 30 minutes on time or something like that. Or like 30 minutes, like before any other flight kind of thing. Like I can't remember anyways. Exactly. Well, well the way they do it is like, they're always like, Oh, all of our flights are, arrive on time. And it's like, yeah, they arrive on time because you close the boarding gate an hour before it's supposed to depart. <laughs> yes, so yes. like, even, even if your flight's at nine, they'll be like the gate, the boarding gate closes at eight and they're very strict yes. on this shit. And they're like, you have to be there by this time. Otherwise you'll get yeah. off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was Ryanair. Even though you can see the people like lined yeah. up. So, yeah I'm, yeah, I'm almost certain it was Ryanair because we had to, and also another thing mm. about these like discount flights is that they're they usually fly out of a very far away airport. So if you're in a big city, yeah, they choose like the furthest airport away so that <clears throat> you have to basically yeah. travel far. So we were in Milan Central. So yeah. we were supposed to take the original plan was to take a bus to the central station to Milan and then take another bus, like an actual bus to take us to the airport. So that was the original plan. And that, yeah. like, you know, that was already going to take like an hour, maybe an hour and a half. I don't know. I can't remember. But then because now yeah. we were screwed, we, <clears throat> there's no way we were going to make it on time if we were going to go to the central station and take the bus. So we <laughs> frantically packed our shit, it, probably within like five or 10 minutes. Luckily, we didn't have too much shit. Frantically packed everything yeah. and then ran out the door. And then we literally got into the street and I hailed the first cab I could find. I was just like, and I just found this cab <laughs> and we got, and we literally had like half an hour. So, and like this airport is far. Okay. It is far away there. Like we were basically like freaking out. Cause we're like, Oh my God, do we have to buy another flight? Mm. Like this can be so expensive. So we got on this taxi. Thank yeah. God there was a taxi got on. And in my broken fucking Italian, once again, I was like, please go faster or some shit like that. I was like, try to like get this guy <laughs> to go faster. I was like, I can't remember what faster is in Italian anyways, but I just basically was just like, go yeah. faster, go faster. And this poor guy was like, I'm going as fast as I can. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, so we were just like freaking out and then we get to the airport and then we like, I think we like rushed through. We probably like, like budged people. I can't remember. We like rushed through and then we literally yeah. made it as they were boarding and it was like in the last few people standing in line and we just made it on time and then we just dropped our luggage and just hugged each other. <laughs> <laughs> That's so oh, funny. Oh God. Didn't you, uh, I thought for some reason I thought this was a different story. Like, didn't you have a story where you were like rushing for a flight and you went to the wrong airport? Oh God, did I do this? I don't. I could have sworn really? you were like, you. I think it was like you and Canis and you guys like oh, went to the wrong oh, airport no, no, no. or something or you were like, okay, so I know which story you're talking about, but I feel like you should tell the story first yeah. before I tell this story. Okay. I'm trying to think of another travel story. Oh no, I do have a lot. One of them, it didn't happen okay. to me, but it happened to uh, somebody that was like in the vicinity and it's another travel tip as well for those of you listening. <laughs> so many travel tips today, um, <laughs> just like our drinking tips. You know, we exactly. have all the tips. We just don't utilize them. Exactly. <laughs> I know we don't follow them. It was so funny, actually. The funny thing is, so on my first backpacking trip, I, I met a group of people and we kind of called ourselves, it was so cute, there was like six of us, and uh, we called ourselves, it was like the traveling vagabond, vagabonds Aww. or something. And we were like, okay, we had a certain set of rules and we always laughed because like literally we broke them every <laughs> single time. So the rules were, it was like, don't arrive to a city at night, um, pre-book okay. your travel, um, and also pre-book your hostel. And if there was one other one, but literally every single city that we traveled to, somehow we would end up there late at night on a freaking sketchy ass bus with like no hostel booked. <laughs> and we were always like, why do we keep doing this? Like we need to plan this better, but like we just didn't. But anyway, um, the story. That makes no sense. Cause all you have to do is just plan in I know, advance. We were, we were like, cra- <laughs> to be fair, I was like 20, like what? 22 years old at the time when I was traveling and like, and this was Central America, yeah, it was, Central was it? America. So, 
So very dangerous area yeah. if you are if you're it unaware. Was, well, I mean, not necessarily. Parts of it definitely. Like there was people that would recommend certain parts like not to go to, and also like mm-hmm. especially the less touristy areas. I feel like, but you know, I had a good time, and the people there are so friendly. So I don't know. It was right. It was good, yeah, but, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so tell the story. The story. Happened, it happened. In, I think it was in Belize, and um, I was at the hostel with my friends, and this girl came back crying. She was like really, really emotional, blah, blah, blah. She's like, oh my God, all of my, all of my stuff's been stolen. Blah, blah, blah. We're like, well, what did you have? She's like, I had a, she was carrying a purse with her. And I was like, oh, okay. So you had your purse. And I was like, well, what was in your purse? And she was like, my passport, all of my cards, um, everything. And I was like, oh my God, like literally. Why would she carry that with thing. her? So this is, this is going to be my like advice. I don't know. I, cause I think oh, some okay, people, they yeah. just take, they think, oh, let's just take everything with us. But depending on where you just stay. Just in case. Like, um, yeah, depending on where you stay, be that a hostel or a hotel or whatever, usually there's like a safe or something that you can put your stuff in. So like, I highly, highly recommend, especially stuff like passports and like, maybe if you have like a credit card and a debit card, maybe just take one with you. So like, if it does get stolen, you have a a way to pay because there's nothing worse than like being somewhere and like literally having no way to pay for anything. Like you just end up like screwed basically. Yeah, you're fucked if that happens. Yeah. And if your passport is gone as well, like I've never, ever, ever, knock on wood, had my had my passport stolen. Like, I don't know what I would do. Like, yeah. I'm literally legit. Like, oh my god, what would you do? Oh my god, you know what? This reminds me of a crazy story. That's not my story, yeah. but my mom's friend one time. I think it was in Mexico or fuck, was it Mexico? Anyways, it was some country. Okay, yeah. she was traveling, so she's from Korea. And, um, oh my God, what was the fucking, I think it was basically, she got kind of like, she likes to travel alone. Like she's like my mom's age, but she's like not married and she really enjoys solo travel. So I think she was traveling and, um, she kind of got like tricked because someone was like being really friendly and like wanted to make friends. They became friends and I can't remember exactly what happened, but maybe he like stole her passport or something happened. And then... She ended up, basically, somebody was trying to see if, basically, she had no identification. And then I think, some, like, the people that were the local police or whatever yeah. was, like, checking her for identification, and she didn't have any. So then she got thrown in, like, jail oh or some God. shit. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember the full story, but it was something along those yeah. lines. And then so she had to, like, wait for, like, to contact her family, and, like, it was some crazy shit. really scary. Like, I, th- I think the thing is... So... Oh, sorry, mm-hmm. I was going to say, I just think the thing is, is, like, yeah, especially if you're traveling by yourself... It's like, just be like, again, extra vigilant, extra mindful. Um, I think like, and just from my experience, and I mean, you, you've done both as well is like, there's pros and cons to traveling with friends versus also traveling solo. So, but I think yeah. the biggest con about traveling solo is, well, you're by yourself. That's not, not necessarily a con, but like, you just have to be extra vigilant because you don't have friends or anyone there to help you if something happens. So that's yeah. when I think. You know, it's and, and don't get me wrong. I like going traveling by myself as well. It's really fun, and you do meet lots of people and stuff. But you just have to be extra careful. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh God. It's, it's um. Well, wait. I was gonna fuck. I can't remember. So. Oh, the story that I was gonna yeah. tell. <laughs> so, uh, wait. So I'll tell you which story. I have so many stories. Okay, so I'll tell you the story about how I lost my phone. Yes. I mean, this one's a very short yeah. one. Another lesson to be learned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so many lessons on this podcast today. Travel so, tips. Oh, I, yeah, lots of travel mm-hmm. tips. Um, lots of like not to do's. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I do recommend. So Daniel said to like leave your passport. Like absolutely. Like do not carry your passport, especially in a purse. Yeah. Like that is not like if you have to carry your passport. One thing that I highly recommend is getting a money belt. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yes. <clears throat> yes. So a money belt is something. It's kind of like a little like like a pouch mm-hmm. that you um, like belt around your waist and you can actually hide it underneath like your pants and stuff so that people can't see so you can put like a little bit of cash in there and like your passport if needed if needed so when i travel like especially you know to places where you know maybe pickpocketing is a little bit more common especially in those places i would put like my passport in my money belt especially when i'm like you know going from one city to the next that's what i always did so that's what i would recommend um but how I lost my phone or I I think I got it stolen essentially. Basically I was in Rome (laughs) and I was staying in a hostel and I don't know why I did this. Like, why did I do this? I had my phone. Does it involve drinking? Sorry. 
Not really, ah. because I drank after okay. I left the hostel. Yeah. So I have no excuse for okay. this, essentially. <laughs> so I think I had my phone charging and I left it on my bed. I'm a little bit too... Here's the thing. It's because we're Canadian. I feel like we just assume everyone's really nice yeah. and like we won't get screwed over. So being Canadian, we just like, especially like where we live, it's very safe. Yeah, it's a very safe So city. I just like, yeah, I just like leave my shit and I like go to the bathroom. I leave like my phone, like just sitting on the table. And I realize like in most places, like that's just not a good idea. Yeah. So I left my phone charging at, on my bed. I probably had it covered with my blanket, but then I came back and it was gone. Oh God. <laughs> not a very exciting story, but yeah. But I think also it's like another thing too, a, a good travel tip. If you're traveling and you're staying in hostels with other people, unfortunate truth is, and the kind of sad reality is yes, there's a lot of great other backpackers that you'll meet that will be absolutely amazing, but there's going to be people there that will steal your shit. So I think don't feel like just because you're in a hostel yeah. that your, your stuff is safe. Like, because I've heard of many, many stories, especially like when I was traveling through Central America, even in Asia, all these places, it's like a lot of people had stuff stolen in hostels and that's where they think, oh, actually my stuff's safe, but you just have to be careful. And that's why, again, lock your shit up. So like if you're charging your phone, make sure you're there with your phone um, or you're in bed yeah. you know, with it um, or keep it in a locker because otherwise yeah. Yeah, that, that stuff happens, which is very unfortunate. I mean, <clears throat> mm -hmm. I was quite lucky when I was traveling because my iPhone 4 never got stolen and lasted the entire journey. <laughs> Of two backpacking trips, It's because it was an iPhone 4, Daniel. <laughs> no one wanted my iPhone 4. Oh. No one wanted your iPhone 4, Daniel. <laughs> I still miss that phone, honestly. Oh, goddamn, Daniel. Now you have an iPhone 6. You've upgraded. I have, yeah. Well, I had an 8 before, and that one got stolen, so... Oh, God. I upgraded and now downgraded, and now I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, God, it's a, it's yeah. a nightmare. Oh, God. So, it's a nightmare. So, um, so I think a good thing mm -hmm. that we could talk about as well is, is traveling... Uh, so maybe some of the pros and cons that you've found personally, and I can talk about as well, of traveling with friends versus traveling mm -hmm. kind of by yourself. Okay. So I, okay. So for me, Daniel and I have like a little bit of a different travel experiences. So Daniel did two big backpacking trips. Yeah. So that was his, like, for, like, months at a time. Yeah. How many, what was the longest one, Daniel? Uh, six months. Or were they similar? They were, they were about six the same. Months. They were both about six months, yeah. Right. So whereas I've never backpacked for that long. And I think the longest I went traveling, like kind of in a backpacking style was about two months. So my, like, usually my traveling would be like, I would live, for example, I lived in Italy and I would travel on the weekends. So I like to kind of like have a home base. Yeah. Like that's like my preference. But anyway, um, so I did travel for like that two months. Like after I lived in London, there was like two months where I went to like East, uh, East Europe and did some traveling there. And I was by myself like half that time. Yeah. Otherwise, like some friends met me. Like, I think you met me I somewhere did, yeah, in Croatia, Croatia yeah. was it? Yeah. So, um, I think the, the pros is that like, you're right. Like you're most likely to meet more people 100%. when you are traveling solo. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're with somebody, a, you don't really feel the need to go out and like, you know, force yourself to meet people. Yeah. Um, but when you're traveling solo, it's kind of like, you know, if you don't, then you're just going to be alone the whole time, which exactly. isn't really that fun. Right. Yeah. This is the thing I, 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 yeah. I, I, I echo that 100%. Like of my two yeah. backpacking trips, my first one, I did completely solo. Um, and that's when I met some of my like really, really close friends I have today because you, you kind of like you go outside of your, your shell because you're right. You don't want to like always be like, it's nice sometimes to eat by yourself and you know, but a lot of the time, like, I don't know, we're, we're similar in this sense. It's like we crave to be around people. At least I do. Like, I know yeah. I love the social element. 100%. Yeah. So it forces you to kind of like push yourself out, out there and meet new people. And the, the reason I love meeting new people is like, it's just everyone has such a unique and interesting story. Like some people are obviously crazy and you're like, okay, goddamn. But um, <laughs> <laughs> there's so many like interesting people. And I just like, I, I don't know. I love people in like in general, like nice people. So yeah. Um, for sure. And I think that part is such a huge pro to traveling alone is that you meet so many people. But Daniel's also a very, uh, he's a, he's a people magnet. Aren't you, I, Daniel? <laughs> Sometimes. You are. Uh, maybe I'm, You're very good at meeting new people. Yeah. The I don't think you realize that you, this is like something that a lot of people actually have trouble with. Yeah. Um, and I think both of us are, you know, pretty good at it, but I think you mm. are like much better than me. 
I'm a little bit more reserved when yeah. it's new people. The thing is, the thing is, the way. Don't you think? Yeah, a little bit. But I think you're still like, yeah. you're still really out there, like go outgoing and stuff. <laughs> um, but yeah. the, the thing that's for me is like, I just think, I, I get that a lot of people would struggle with that. But I mean, the, what I would say to those people is, you just have to be friendly. You know, everybody likes a friendly face, someone that's just, you know, even just asking how somebody is. It's a great way to like start a conversation with somebody, you know, like, um, right. I don't know. But I see it can be intimidating and stuff as well. Um, it can be, yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. It's just, you can meet, like, some of my best friends I've met through traveling, like. That's crazy that you're still, like, really good friends with them. Yeah, I'm going, well, this year, literally, I'm going, so my friend Rachel, who I met traveling, is one of my closest friends, and um, I'm going to her wedding this year, so in, in wow. Scotland. Yeah, so it's pretty, it's pretty crazy, but I love it. You know, I That's, like, very unique, though, because I feel like most people, when they meet people when traveling, yeah. they don't really stay in contact, even. Yeah. Uh, let alone become very good friends. True. So, like, again, that's a unique talent that you have. Mm. Mm. It's not with everyone, <laughs> like, honestly, because I've, I've met so many people, and there's just a few that I've decided, Anyways. decided to be like, hey, you know, I really like this person or whatever, then I want to, you know stay in touch with them. Yeah, mm-hmm. and- exactly. Um, what's another thing, Daniel, that is like, you know, the benefits of either solo traveling or traveling with friends? So I would say another benefit of solo traveling because um, is that you are your own, um, how do I say this? Tour guide? Yes, exactly. So like anything yes, that you Yes, I was going to say that. Yeah, anything that you want to do. So for example, like me, I am a little bit not crazy when I travel, but I like to try to do everything. So I like to like mm-hmm. go out drinking and then get up, try to get up early and go on a site site tour and stuff. So a lot of people they'll find this like exhausting, um, and I like yeah. to like go explore and like. So if you're by yourself, you don't have anyone that you're worrying about or have to answer to. If you want to go on a tour, you book the tour. If you want to do this, yeah. you do it. You know. So yeah, I think in that aspect, it's really like liberating because you can just kind of do your. If there's specific stuff that you want to see in the city, go do it. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I do feel like sometimes, uh, luckily, I've been pretty it's been pretty good. Like when I've traveled with friends, I've never really had too many issues, but like, Mm -hmm. I know sometimes when you travel with friends, there can be, um, conflicting, uh, personalities or conflicting things that people want to do, you know? hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree. Cause like, Mm -hmm. if you don't have the same travel style, it's so hard to travel with somebody else. hundred percent. Yeah. Like, Like if somebody like another thing I really like to do, at least right now while I'm still young and fit is when I'm traveling, I like to do hikes. I like to go, do all of this kind of like a lot of physical activity. And I get that like, mm-hmm. you know, some people, maybe they can't or um, maybe they don't want to. And then it puts yeah. me in this kind of awkward position because I am a people pleaser in a lot of ways. So, right. then, I, so then I start to feel guilty. Uh, and then I don't make the most out of my trip, you know, I feel yeah. like. So yeah. yeah, it can definitely be a challenge. Um, what do you think, Rose, would you say is one of the like kind of, so we've talked kind of a lot about solo traveling but when it comes mm-hmm. to traveling with friends, both of us have a lot of experience with this. Um, what would you say is yeah. one of the like, well, I guess it's kind of obvious, but what, is, what are some of the cons or pros, sorry, to traveling pros with friends? Pros of yeah. traveling with friends. Yeah. Well, I think especially, again, if you're not somebody that's, you know, very good at meeting new people yeah. and, you know, socializing with new people, then that can be really like... It can be lonely if you're not good at that because true. it's hard to meet new people. Yeah. So then traveling with somebody else, somebody that you're close with, somebody that you have a good travel style with can be really fun so that you don't feel lonely. You have somebody there, especially if you're traveling for a long time. Yeah. I think that's a a really good tip. And I think, I think just to add to that, like one of the key, like another tip, if you are traveling solo to, to, to meet those people is I would recommend staying in hostels because that's the easiest way to kind of like make new friends. So I think, yeah. I think that's the biggest, biggest pro I think is of traveling with friends is that kind of like you have that automatic companionship. Um, mm-hmm. but then on the flip side, a con to that is literally, especially if you're traveling for a long period of time, depending on how long it is, you are literally right. eating, sleeping, <laughs> doing everything with this person. So if they irritate you in any little way, like it yeah. can end up being, you know, yeah. I mean, I've never traveled with somebody for a long period of time. So, but yeah. I can see that it can happen because even if you love each other and like everything's fantastic, oh, but if you're with each other 24 seven, you probably want to like rip each other's head off at some point. Exactly. You get, you get to a point where you're like, okay, I remember. Um, and again, I'm going back to my friend, Rachel. Cause like, I yeah. honestly, I love her. She's amazing. Um, but yeah. I do remember we travel really, really well together. It's like me and you, like we travel well together. Um, yeah. But me and Rachel have been traveling, I think, for almost a, a, a little over a month, just yeah. me and her. And I do remember we got to this place in the Philippines, 
And it had been a very stressful trip. Like, like a lot of stuff had happened. We almost missed planes and like crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. And I remember at one point we were both just like, um, th- th- we woke up and we were both, both like, we just need a day apart. So like, let's go do yeah. our own thing. You know, like we didn't fight or anything, but it was just like, we just need a little separation. Like I'm going to go to this restaurant, yeah. you go get a massage or do something. Um, but like, I, the, yeah, the biggest... see, that's such a good idea. And it's mm-hmm. so good to like actually be able to just say that and just admit like, okay, we just need a day apart. Like, it's not exactly. that like, I don't like you. I just need some alone time. Cause like, I exactly. totally need alone time too. I can't be exactly. with another person all the fucking time. Well, that's like anyone. I mean, I can be with, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm one of the extreme cases where I can be with people like almost 23 hours of the day. Yes. But, you're very extroverted. Yeah. <laughs> but I do have that time where I'm like, actually I need my downtime and I need, I need some space, you know? And yeah. you know, it's good. It's, it's so good to, if you are traveling with someone to be, um, someone that you are able to like openly communicate with and, and have those, those yeah. frank discussions and just say, Hey, you know, like again, nothing against you. Like I'm really enjoying this trip, but I just need a day to myself. And I'm going to, you know, go to the spa or do whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, oh, I realized I didn't tell my story about uh, when with me and Canis. <laughs> oh, yes. Do tell it. It's such a good one. I love it. <laughs> so, um, oh, my gosh. Oh, another. Wait. One point I will make another good thing about solo um, traveling with somebody else is it is mm. safer. It is yes. much oh, safer to travel oh, with somebody else. Point. Because then you always have yes. somebody with you that's like taking care of you or, or, or vice mm-hmm. versa. And you have that support system. So if you did get robbed, you have that support there with you. Mm-hmm. So that's or a really like point. you're less of a target if you're that's not true. alone. That's, yeah. a, oh, that's a very good point, actually, Rose. Mm-hmm. Can I say one thing before you talk about your story? Of course. Yeah. So the only one thing I wanted to say, I know we've been talking about pros and cons and stuff. I am very much like, obviously, I love trips with my friends. But I'm very much an advocate of solo traveling as well. And the only reason being is because in my lifetime, I've had certain instances happen where maybe my friends haven't been able to afford to go on a trip or whatever else, and I've just Mm. gone. So once you do your first solo trip and you get that experience, you feel um, not necessarily empowered, but you feel like, okay, actually, I can travel alone. So if there's trips that come up in the future and none of your friends can go, you can go do it yourself. Do you know what I mean? So that, that way you don't miss out on opportunities and stuff, which I think is really important. Yeah, like it is definitely very empowering. Like you feel yeah. a lot more confident because again, you're putting yourself in a very vulnerable situation because people, a lot of people are afraid of solo traveling. Exactly. Especially uh, women. That's very true. Women, uh, well, and, mm-hmm. I mean, it is, it is like you said, like we said, it's a little, you do become kind of a target. It's a little bit more dangerous, but mm-hmm. if you keep your wits about you um, yeah. and you know, you're vigilant, you know, chances are you, you'll have a, you'll have a really good time. Yeah, most of the time. Yeah, most of the time. time, And you just have to be careful. Like, don't get drunk in, you know, Barcelona and have to fight off three muggers. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Oh, God. Oh, God. Um, What was I? Oh, the story. Yeah. So, uh, (coughs) so when I was living in London, are you okay, Daniel? I'm fine. You'd be coughing coughing up a storm up in there. I know. Anyways. So, um... Yeah, when I was living in London, my friend Canis came to visit me and we did a little trip in Europe. So we started in Amsterdam. Oh no, we started in uh, somewhere in the Netherlands because we wanted to go to a state of trance, which is another music festival kind of thing. It's a big trance thing, okay? Because she's like really into trance. So I think I got it for her birthday or something, her ticket. So we went there and then we were in Amsterdam. So, as you guys know, Amsterdam is a bit famous for something, Daniel. What is it? Uh, the red light district. And also... Uh, <laughs> I didn't know you were going to say that. <laughs> no, it's famous for uh, marijuana. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, at this time, this was like, I think, 2015, I think, or 2016. I can't remember. Anyways, uh, it's yeah. very famous for weed. So, we had, you know, I, I'm pretty sure we smoked some weed. And then in the, in the morning, at some point, we had like one of those edibles... I think it was like a cake, like a oh, space cake. And <laughs> space I don't know if you guys cake. have had an edible before, but edibles are very dangerous because they tend to be very strong. Or maybe it's like the way that we, the fact that we eat it, maybe it makes it stronger. I'm not sure. Yeah. But they tend to be very strong, but they also tend to uh, hit you very slowly. So like it takes like an hour plus for it to like hit your system usually. Yeah. So what our plan was to eat an edible and then go to the Van Gogh Museum so that we'd be like kind of high in the Van Gogh Museum. It'll be kind of cool. 
that was the plan because you know van gogh you know a lot of like you know what is what is the style of art called for van gogh is it is it is it it's not avant-garde is it it's it's <laughs> <laughs> it's not we, avant-garde <laughs> no it's um it's, it's uh, in, in, is in, it surreal uh, something like that Realist i can't remember clearly no I don't yeah know. it anyway you yeah. you guys get the gist. Anyways, yeah. so you guys know Van Gogh. Come on, okay? Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> so we wanted to see all the colors and stuff while we're high, but we had ate the space cake a little bit too late. Yeah. And so we didn't really feel anything in the Van Gogh Museum. But as we're yeah. about to leave, we're starting to like feel it a little bit. Oh, and God. another thing about marijuana is I don't know about you know, everyone else's experience. But for me, I feel like I lose my sense of time. So yeah. I don't realize like, you know, how much time has passed. Like I don't mm. really realize, you know, everything seems to move very slowly. Or <laughs> and yeah. anyways, <laughs> yeah. So I didn't realize that we had a train booked and it was quite, you know, the train was not that early. So we technically had plenty of time, but again, we lost track of time. Yeah. So as we were leaving, I realized, oh crap, like, we don't like, we need to go catch the train. <laughs> so then we started running. Uh, no, we, I mean, running essentially means uh, probably walking fast slowly. Walking. <laughs> fast walking <laughs> when you're high on marijuana. <laughs> yeah, true. So we started like rushing, at least as far as, you know, we thought. And yeah. um, I had like a rolly bag with me. And mm -hmm. of course, in the midst of, you know, because we're at this point, we're like high as fuck. So we're like, yeah really fucking high at this point by the time we're like trying to get to the train station. So we had a train booked to go to, I think Germany yeah. and we, yeah, we were like trying to rush, but also very high and Canis <laughs> decides she's like, wait, I want to buy another space cake. Oh so she just God. stops and like, and I was like, sure. <laughs> so you had another like, one. No, she just bought one. She wanted to buy one uh, for okay. like the future. So yeah. then she like, went inside and like bought something and then we started running and then I realized, Oh, my hands are a little light. I fucking mm. left my bag somewhere back. It like somewhere. <laughs> so oh I had to run God, back, Rose. grab it again. And then we ran to the train station again. Running yeah. is a strong word here. We probably did not run. Yeah. So then we got to this train station and then the, and then we realized we missed the train. We were probably like five minutes late. So we missed the train. Oh, that sucks. So then we went to the information desk and mm. the man, there was like an older man that was working at the desk and yeah. uh, he was like very grumpy. <laughs> 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 and we probably looked super fucking high. Let's be real. Yeah. And we went up to him. We're like, we missed the train. <laughs> oh, and then he God. was like, and then he looked at us. He was like, why? <laughs> <laughs> And then I was like, we, we, we you know, we, ju we, we just lost track of time. <laughs> and then <Yeah. laughs> unfortunately we had to pay. Uh, I can't remember. Yeah. We spent all this money and then, oh my God, this trip guys, I've never, okay. Before this trip, I had never yeah. missed any form of transportation. Like, I don't think I've ever missed. I mean, of course like public transit, but like not yeah, yeah, when yeah. I'm traveling like trains to another city or a flight yeah. or anything like that. Never missed one. This didn't you miss it? This trip, you missed a train, a plane, and bus. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel, you're giving away the story. <laughs> oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. Yes, I missed three different sets, uh, three different forms of transportation. God damn, Rose. That's uh, That's got to be a record, you know? I know. So then, yeah, the second place that we missed, I think was in Munich or I think mm. it was Munich. So we're going from Munich to, oh, I can't remember. It was either Cologne to Munich or Munich to Prague. Either way, we were yeah. supposed to take a bus. I think it was Cologne to Munich, actually. We we're supposed to take a bus. Um, <laughs> yeah. And this is where we, like, I think we went to the wrong station. Like, oh, no, <laughs> we didn't go to the wrong station. We went to the bus station, but then yeah. the we went to the information desk. We couldn't find the bus stop, and the guy gave mm. us the wrong direction, so we ended up waiting at the wrong bus stop, so we missed the bus. Perfect. Oh, fantastic. God. Bought another bus ticket. Wasted another yeah. probably like 100 euros or 50 euros or something like that. Yeah. And then at this point, we were both like feeling defeated. We're like, oh my God, we suck. Like, why do we, yeah. why do we keep doing this? Like, what's wrong with us? Right. Yeah. Like, what's happening? Yeah. We're like so <laughs> upset. And then I told Kana, I was like, you know what? It's fine. You know, as long as we don't miss a flight, it's not like we missed a flight. You know, a flight is. <laughs> <laughs> I think I jinxed myself. 
Yeah, you definitely did. Yeah. So <laughs> I was like, you know what? You know, it's it's fine to miss a train. It's fine to miss, a, you know, a bus. But like, you mm. know, missing a flight, like at least we didn't miss a flight. And yeah. lo and behold, our last... Oh my God, it's Milan. It's the curse of Milan, I swear. So our I last think, stop oh was God. Milan. So we were supposed to fly from Milan to London. And yeah. I was supposed to work the next day because I was living in London at this time. So I was supposed to work the day after my flight. So yeah. we... And it was the same fucking goddamn Ryanair flight. I swear to fucking God. Oh God. Anyway, that's not... Anyway, so we were on the bus... And I, again, mm-hmm. I don't even know why we missed this motherfucking flight because we yeah. weren't drunk and like, I'm pretty sure we had plenty of time, but again, we probably like lost track of time and didn't yeah. realize like, you know, when me and Candace were together, we're kind of like, woo, like in the clouds a little bit. So maybe that's why you guys are in your own little world. Yes, we are. <laughs> so maybe that's why. Anyways, we didn't realize again that we probably should have, you know, got on the bus a bit sooner. And also I think there was a bit yeah. of like uh, traffic. So it was very slow, the mm. bus. Either way, it was still probably our fault. So we got on this bus and then yeah. we realized as we're on the bus, we're like, fuck, we're probably going to miss this flight. <laughs> so we missed the flight, <laughs> got to the airport, oh missed the fucking flight. We're upset as fuck. And we realized there's no other flight flying because it was kind of in the evening time. So we're like, there's no other flight flying to London yeah. that night. So we had to go back to Milan, book a hostel, <laughs> oh god no we had to yeah take a bus back to milan after buying another mm-hmm. plane ticket because ryanair if you miss the flight you have to buy another ticket like they don't like you know how yeah. some flights they'll they just like transfer. yeah they just let you transfer but because it's a budget airline they don't so we had to take the bus back book another fucking hostel pay for another hostel pay for the flight again we probably spent like 300 euros and then oh, god damn. and then because i couldn't go to work the next day i had to call a duvet day <laughs> <laughs> God damn. fuck my I life that's crazy i can't believe that you missed pretty much every form of transport <laughs> this was the in only two one weeks you couldn't and that was in two weeks yes within a span that's of crazy. two weeks yeah and the, the, the only the only way that you could have topped this rose or if in the future the only way you can top it is if you miss a train <laughs> a bus a plane and a boat <laughs> i think that's the only that's the only way that you could you could top that trip because <laughs> I just remember like you coming back from that trip and you telling me about this. And I was like, what did you guys do <laughs> on this trip? Seriously? How the hell did you miss a train, a bus and a plane? I like, know. That's crazy. Right. Like, and this and is like, coming from someone that's never missed any of these things before. I know. Like what it's in like, God's name? It's so funny. I think, I think the lesson from this story, <laughs> what's the lesson? Daniel? Story, if there, the lesson is, well, I think the one thing that I would take from it personally is to make sure like, well, give yourself enough time. So make (laughs) sure you know exactly. Plan ahead. And fact, yeah, exactly. Plan ahead. Um, Factor in travel time to wherever you're going. So wherever the bus station is or whatever else. And really, especially when you're traveling, give yourself extra time and um, make sure you know like, because I know sometimes it can be confusing, especially when you're in cities that have multiple bus depots or multiple airports. Make sure you go to the right one <laughs> <laughs> and make sure you know exactly which one to go to. Yes. If that makes sense. Give yourself plenty of time yeah. because you don't know, like, yeah, again, with the with the train station fiasco or the bus fiasco, yeah. if we gave us gave ourselves more time, then we probably could have, you know, caught the bus on time because we had to find the bus stop. But anyways. Exactly, yeah. Anyways, these things, these things. Yeah, say la vie. Exactly. I I have missed, I can say confidently, not in the same trip, but over my traveling lifetime, I've definitely missed a flight. I've missed multiple trains and I've also missed buses. (laughs) So I'm right there with you. you Oh, God. Should we finish off with another story? One more story from Daniel. Oh, God. I know you have so many. I feel like we need another part two of this, like the travel stuff. I think we do. Yeah, we'll do part two, drunken stories, part two, <laughs> travel stories as well. Okay. Um, let's see. What's another um, good travel story? Maybe one from like mm. when you were traveling. Oh, you know what? I like the one where you like met like a drug dealer or something. Oh, yes. yes. Oh I like gosh. that one. I, for- I forgot about this one. Oh, gosh. That was crazy. <laughs> okay. So 
reflecting back on my um, traveling t- time, I was in a place called Honduras. And at this point, me and the people I was traveling with, like the people I had met, we kind of all split up and we had gone separate to separate cities. So I was by myself, which again, when you're by yourself, you want to meet people and whatever else. So I happened to be like by myself walking through this really like this town was like no one stays in this town. It's like a town that you go to and catch a boat to go to the islands. Like you don't actually right. no one stays in it because it's quite rough. Right. So I didn't know that. And I had booked like um, this hotel for a few days because it was over Christmas. So I wanted to have like a home base to like Skype my parents and all that kind of stuff. So walking around this town and I'm just like walking and there's like this, I'm going past this like really sketchy bar and there's like all these guys outside, like a lot older and um, they start like cat calling me. Ah! <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, I remember so this. Awkward. Yeah. And they were like, like one of them was like, Hey, how's it going? And they were speaking in English to me and I was like, Oh, I'm fine. How are you? And then they were like, Hey, you should come join us for a drink. Blah, blah. And it just, the whole atmosphere was like really, really shady. And I was, was like, it a no, gay no, no, bar? I'm just looking for a re- well, I think so. Maybe okay. I'm not sure. And, th- and then to make it worse, they like called into the bar and got one of their friends to come out who was a lot younger to kind of like entice me, I guess, or like get me to sit with them. I was like, no, no guys, I'm fine. Like, I just want to go get something to eat. And they're like, oh, if you go around this corner and down this road, there's a really good restaurant down there. And I was like, okay. So I start walking and I look down this like alleyway and I was like, okay, this is really sketchy. So I didn't go down there and just walk the other way. And that's when I ran into this drug dealer. Oh my God. Wait, wait, wait. So (laughs) then I ran into the drug dealer. Yeah. Um, and I, and I, and I, at first I didn't know he was a drug dealer and I was like, Hey, how are you? And well, he, he, he ran like ran into me cause, like, there's not many tourists there. And he's like, Hey, what are you doing here? I was like, Oh, um, you know, I'm catching a boat in the next couple of days to go to the islands, but I'm just here for a few days. And then I was like, do you know where a good restaurant is? Because I, those guys over there told me to go down this like alley and he's like, there's no restaurants down there. I was like, Oh God. Oh, my God. Like that's scary. That is scary. Um, and then he's like, he's like, come with me. I'll take you to a restaurant. And I was like, Oh God, what am I getting myself into? So went with and this you guy. followed him. <laughs> yes. Went with this guy. Um, he actually took me to a really nice restaurant. Like it was like a local restaurant or whatever. And he like paid for everything and stuff. And I was like, oh, this is really nice. You know, like cool. And then he's like, tonight, it was Christmas Eve actually. And he's like, tonight's a really big night to go out um, for like people in Honduras. He's like, do you want to come out? Like, well, I'll, I'll take you out on the town or whatever. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, and he was quite attractive as well. So that's probably yeah. why I was like, oh. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> He's like, he's like, I'll pick you up from your hotel at around like eight or something. And I was like, okay, oh cool. Lord. Uh-huh. So he actually showed up, took me out and it was actually really sweet though. Like he took me to his family's house and we had like a big Christmas dinner with them. That is insane. I know it's I, I, looking back. I'm like, oh, I don't know. But anyway, so he took me to this big Christmas dinner with his family. We all went to midnight mass at the church. So like what? we all, me, yeah, <laughs> me and this, his family and like everyone was there. And then. We, we went back to his place uh, where, where, he's, where he was living. We were all like, getting ready. He was getting ready to go out and stuff. And then it was just me and him. And he took me to these clubs. And they were actually really nice. Like he, And he was like paying for everything. So I was like, okay, cool. Like, I this wonder is awesome. why. <laughs> exactly. And then um, a lot of people like knew him, but it was like really kind of suspicious. Like he would like talk to somebody and then they would disappear for a while and then he would come back. And then he would like talk to somebody else. And then we went to this one bar and he disappeared for a while. And then one of the bouncers came up to me. And was like, hey, your friend's around the back and he wants to talk to you. And I was like, what the fuck? What? So I was like, (laughs) yeah. So I went around the back of this like nightclub into this like really shady part. And. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) He was just like he was there with a couple other people and they needed like some kind of like surface to like, you know, do stuff off of. And so he asked me. You can just say it, Daniel. He wanted to do coke, right? Yes, he okay, wanted to do cocaine. coke. And so he needed like cer- keys or something. So I like gave him my hotel keys. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. And then at that point I was like, hey, this is really sketchy. And then I was like, and so then we left and I asked him because then at this point we're, we're with some other people as well. And I was like, hey, like how come literally everybody in this town knows you? Like everyone, like everywhere we go. And um, he was like, well, you know, if I was the doctor, I'm, you know, I'm the supplier of medicine to the people or something. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, um, this is a crazy situation. I need to leave. Like, oh, God. Because, yeah. At that, at that point, I was like, hey, this really isn't safe. Like, I don't know what's going on. But like, I mean, to, be, to, to, to his credit, like he was actually really nice to me. But, mm-hmm. you know, had there been like some kind of raid or whatever else, like I would have been associated with this guy. Right. Exactly. So, and I think the whole reason why he was like um, taking me around is probably because it gave him like extra credit or something. Like it looks good that he's like with a, you know, a tourist or whatever else. I don't know what it Do was. Do you think so? 
Like, I think it gives you an extra level of, like, not necessarily credibility, but, like, it looks like you, like, I don't know. Anyway, so... Do you think he wasn't just being friendly? Or do you think he had ulterior motives? I don't know. Like, to this day, I still don't know. Because, like, you know, maybe he was... Maybe he wanted to hook up with me. Who knows? Or do you think he was gay? <laughs> no, no. I'm pretty sure he was straight. Like, 99.9%. I find it so interesting that he invited you to his family dinner. I know it was crazy. Like I remember the whole time too. Cause like I'm, I am, you know me, I'm like, I get quite nervous about stuff. So yeah. like, I remember going and just being like, Oh my God, am I going to die? Especially when we were walking to his parents' <laughs> house. Cause they live in such a rough area as well. There was like, all Oh these, my like, God. <laughs> honestly, it was me and this guy. And there was like really like gangster people around and like dog, right. like pit bull dogs and all this like crazy shit. I was like, Oh my God, am I going to die here? Yeah. So yeah, it was very sketchy. It was very sketchy. But I, I do I do feel like people in like Central America and stuff, they probably do have a little bit more of a welcoming kind of, you they know, do, they want to yeah. bring you to your home and like food, like feed you. Whereas like North America, if someone's like, do you want to come to my place for dinner? It's like, you're like, what the fuck are you going to do to me? Like, no, no, exactly. You would, you, right? would, you would, you would automatically be like, okay, what the hell? Like, yeah. Yeah, I definitely think in Central America, I found like the people there are just so nice. Like they're so welcoming, so friendly. You do have to be careful, obviously, because there's a lot of crime and stuff as well. But like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I met a lot of nice people. But yeah, so I think, you know, looking back, I might have been a little bit more cautious. I still think it's good to meet local people as well. But I think I should have been a a bit more kind of cautious and not just kind of go with everything, basically, you know? (laughs) But as soon as I, as soon as I felt... As soon as I found out he was a drug dealer, I was out of there. I was like, okay, I need to leave because this is just not a good situation. What did you say? You were like, oh, I need to go home. Yeah. It was getting quite late anyway. It was like probably okay. five in the morning. So I was oh like, oh, I'm God. really, t- yeah. I'm like, I'm really tired. I'm going to go. He's like, are you sure? I was like, yeah. He's like, let's meet up tomorrow. I was like, okay. And I never saw him again. So. Okay. Oh God. Yeah. Crazy. Oh Lord. Well, anyways, I, I mean, was that about an hour? I think it has been Rose. So oh, God damn. Well, God clearly damn. we have a lot of stories. I definitely feel like we have a lot more where these came from. Oh, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. So I at some point we're going to record part two. Exactly. And I think mm-hmm. it's good because along with all of these stories, we're giving everyone a l- l- little tips and suggestions as to <laughs> how to improve their to travel do. experience. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they don't fall into the same uh, boat that we have many times. Oh God! <laughs> so Rose, do you have a vegan nugget that you would like to share with our listeners before we sign off? Oh, are we already at the vegan nuggets? We oh are, Lord. Yes. Um, okay. So I am really bad at this apparently. What about how one thing I would like to know, cause I'm not great at this is what are some tips on how to use or how to cook maybe tofu? Ah, well, um, well, first of all, uh, if you don't like tofu, it's probably because you don't know how to cook it (laughs) (laughs) or yes, most of the time, I think most of the time, I mean, of course, I'm sure there are genuinely people that don't like it, but I think most of the time it's because people don't know how to cook it properly to make it taste good because I feel like tofu can be, tofu is very versatile. It's one of the most versatile things ever. You can have it in a very, very soft form or you could have it in like a very firm tofu. So there's multiple kinds of tofu. So I think for me, I think what people associate with tofu is like the block of tofu. So maybe like a firm or extra firm tofu. One of my pieces of advice would be that when you pan fry tofu uh, is to be patient. So you want to cook it on each side for at least a few minutes to let it brown before trying to like flip it over or move it around. Because if it's not cooked properly, it's probably going to stick to the pan or become messy. But uh, so that's tip number one. Tip number two, if you really want that kind of like more meaty texture and you want all the water kind of, well, not all the water, but like you want to squeeze out most of the water, you can freeze your tofu. So freeze like medium firm or like I like to freeze medium firm because I find that when I freeze medium firm um, and I, and I squeeze out the water, it like becomes more like tender. It becomes like kind of like a tender meaty consistency. Um, But basically, yeah. So when you freeze tofu, what happens is it like, um, okay, when you freeze it and then you thaw it out after you've frozen it, you can mm. s- easily squeeze out the water without the tofu like breaking apart. So the, t- the uh, consistency okay. changes. So yeah. I have a full video on this, <laughs> mm-hmm. not to promote myself, but I have a tofu <laughs> video. Is this why you yeah. asked me? 
No, no. I, I honestly legit like I'm, I'm I all I do with tofu like literally I just pan fry it like I just that's how I or I'll just cut it up and eat it like in a salad, right? Without cooking it, like I don't I don't really know all the because again like I think in a lot of like Asian cuisine tofu is used more often. Yes. So growing up as a very basic white male, um, <laughs> a British like, one at that. Exactly. Like my parents, they they do cook a lot of different cuisines, but tofu was never. We never. Literally, I never had tofu until I was yeah. an adult. Yeah, most white people <laughs> don't yeah. know how to use tofu <laughs> because it's not really part of, yeah, it's not really part of Western cuisine, but now it's becoming exactly. more and more prevalent. So it's very important yeah. that you know these skills, Daniel. So exactly. yes, I'm learning every day. Okay. So when you freeze tofu, another thing good about freezing tofu. So what you do is mm-hmm. you free, you take it out of the, 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 what do you call it? The container, the packaging. Yeah. And then you can put it in like a Ziploc bag and then just throw it in the freezer and then it'll freeze up. And then you want to put it in the fridge to thaw out. And when it's completely thawed, you just squeeze that water out and you'll see how much water is being squeezed out. And then what happens is also it becomes much better at, it becomes much better at absorbing flavor. So if, if you want to like marinate it, Mm -hmm. it like will absorb anything because all that water is squeezed out. So it like leaves a lot of like gaps for you to like Ooh. push in the flavor. So not only I does it change freeze tofu. Yes, you can. It's and it's like it's a huge life hack. <laughs> God damn. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. thank you so much for that, Rose. That was You're welcome. There be there be my that be my vegan nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's amazing. So I think that wraps up uh today's episode on kind of just travel stories and tips that we have. This is obviously part 1 as we mentioned. Yes. Um we will be recording a part 2 at some point. <laughs> Um, again, if you guys like this content, let us know, engage with us on our social media platforms. So we are on YouTube and also on Instagram at the, uh, Savage podcast. So check us out. And this will be live at some point on, um, iTunes, Spotify. So wherever you want to listen to us, you, you can. Yes. And if you want episodes early, (laughs) or if you would like one bonus episode per month, and you yeah. just want a little bit more of me and Daniel, then you can check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash the Savage Podcast to support us. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, guys. So thank, thank you, you so very much. much for listening. And we'll see you guys again. Bye. Soon. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>